Welcome. I'm Dr. Liz, an entrepreneur, speaker, podcaster, mom, and wife. This podcast is about hypnosis, but also about all kinds of ways to help you live your fullest life, to heal, transform, to play the long game and go after the joy. You can see more about me at drlizhypnosis.com. Hop over there to get a free hypnosis file to decrease fear and anxiety or one to increase emotional stability. They're there just for you. I hope you enjoy the podcast as much as I do. Peace. everyone, Dr. Liz here. You are in for a treat on today's episode with Rich Guzzi. He was on the podcast previously in year two of the podcast in episode 87. It aired August 6th, 2018. And at that point, he talked more about stage hypnosis. He has been a professional comedian But now he's moved more into training people on how to be successful in their life, how to raise their quote unquote if factor so that their whole life is easier. I think we all want good ways to feel successful in our life and not just feel, but be successful in our lives. So you'll hear him talk about the different factors of that. I always like to have something useful and practical, something my audience can actually take into their lives and use when I do an interview. So that is one of my goals for you when I do an interview, just know that we start off by talking about hypnosis and we get more into his programs and things like that. But also, Rich gives us a process that you can actually take into your life today and start doing that raises your it factor, that sort of unexplainable magnetism that some people have. Rich actually breaks this down for us into its um, four or five components. So it's a really interesting part of the interview. But he gives you, the listener, a practical way to do that in your life. So I hope you enjoy it as much as I do. There's a lots of laughter in this interview due to Rich's uh, comedic background. And he and I have always gotten along really well. The, that was not the last time I talked to him after I had him on the podcast. We've definitely touched base here and there through the years. And then I saw him in Orlando in person a hypnosis conference that I went to in 2022. And I will tell you, I'm going to start the interview this way, but I will tell you that he truly does have a heart of gold. Sometimes that's hard to pick up on when you're doing an interview or through telephone or something like that. But it is just so clear in person. Maybe that's just me. (laughs) Maybe other people are better at that than I am. But I just wanted to tell you that he he truly is the real deal. He gives lots of useful information, and he also has that heart of gold. All right, everyone. I hope you're healthy and safe. Peace. Hi, Rich. Welcome back to the Hypnotize Me podcast. I know it's been a while since you've been on it. I'm so excited, actually. I, you know, that countdown, I loved even the countdown. It's not like I was hypnotizing people already. <laughs> yes, right. I told the listeners that I just saw you in person at a conference in Orlando, and it was the first time I actually seeing you in person. And um, I was just so impressed by not just the information you had to share, but also you just seem to really have like a heart of gold. Like you, you really are um, a very caring person. Well, I appreciate you noticing, you know, uh, it's, you know, I'm this like, you know, rough and tumble New York guy. 
And, you know, us New Yorkers, we always get like, you know, branded as being like these, you know, crass and, you know, uh, I guess um, very straightforward individuals. But, you know, uh, I, I, and mm-hmm. I am very straightforward. Like I always tell people like, you know, exactly the truth. But I, I do it in a way where I try to inspire people and motivate them and have them, you know, reach the excellence that they all deserve. For sure. Yes, that came across so clearly to me that you really were there to help people and help people learn and be better hypnotists and hypnotherapists and um, get their businesses working right. Yeah, you really, truly are there to help people. Yes, I'm, I'm very passionate about this business. I, I, I like to see people. I, I don't want to see people suffering, especially when they have good skills. And, you know, hypnosis as a skill um, is an amazing tool. You know, we have the most powerful tool to make people's lives better. So um, when it doesn't get utilized properly, where the, the world doesn't understand what the hypnotist can actually do for you. I, mean, I think every person should have a hypnotist. You know, it should be just like, you yeah. know, you having like, you know, a doctor or a lawyer, a financial advisor. You should, every, every person should have a hypnotist. And meanwhile, you know, we get the short end of the stick. So I have to show people, you know, in our industry here's how you become successful. Here's how you get your name out. Here's how you earn a great living, you know, doing this amazing skill. Yes. And there is often a split between the training that people get to actually be able to do hypnosis and help people in that way. And then the training they get business-wise, like how do you actually run a business doing it and, and getting the word out. I mean, at the essence, the business part is getting the word out that you can help someone. That's it. Right. <laughs> you know? You know, yeah. I, I think what the problem is a lot of hypnotists, um, and, and listen, it's like this with every business, you know, the headline item is the hypnosis that keeps selling. They sell the hypnosis. Hey, I'm a hypnotist. Mm-hmm. Instead of selling the result, you know, here's what you're going to get because of the hypnosis. And yes, what happens is then um, the hypnosis stigma will go away. And hey, listen, I just want to feel better. I just want to get this. Mm-hmm. I just want to get this. And if you can get this, I don't care how you do it. You know, you want to start waving some magic wands at me or something like that. Hey, it's all good. And you'll see people be very receptive. But if you, it's true. If you try to sell the hypnosis out of the box, then what happens is you're going to have a little bit more difficulty. Absolutely. And I see this in my practice because I am a psychotherapist. So people will often come to me for cognitive behavioral therapy, for insomnia or CBT, for anxiety, something like this. And then once they know me a little bit at session or two, they'll sometimes ask about hypnosis, like, hey, could we do hypnosis? Because it doesn't seem like anything um, I don't know. Nefarious is going on there, right? It's just me. Yes, <laughs> that's it, it. Exactly. You, you, you yeah. are, you know, you are at a major advantage. And I, and I always tell people, I said, listen, you know, if these high-end professionals ever learn how to do hypnosis, you know, properly, they're gonna they're gonna be eating your lunch because they know oh, yeah. some really amazing skills when it comes to therapy. And if mm-hmm. they if if you gotta consider those two things a separate line item, like hypnosis as the induction is a separate line item than the therapy work. And, you know, high-end professionals are good. Man, I said, you you know, there'll be no more hypnotists if those people learn how to be good hypnotists. So you better get... Well, I disagree because I know some really good hypnotists that are actually not uh, licensed or professionals, quote-unquote, you know? Um, So I I don't know. I don't think there's a risk for them going away. Oh, no, there's no no question. There's there's some high-end, you know, hypnotherapists also. But yes. you got to remember, you know, you have a major advantage knowing so many 
Um, I mean, you're, you're, you're a doctor, you, you know, you, you know how to do therapy, you know, on a high level, mm-hmm. you know, the, the hypnosis, you're adding that extra, that little extra delivery system. And that, yes. and that, that better delivery system is what's going to give you a major advantage, you know, that's how I see it. Yeah, yeah, I feel like it. It's one tool in my toolbox, but it is a major one. It's like having the hammer in the house. You know, everyone needs a hammer in your house because you yep. you always need a hammer for something, Absolutely. right? To put always, a picture up on the wall, or to take something down, <laughs> or to fix the fence. The, the hammer can like, the hammer can do a lot of banging. Yes, yes, and the tape measure, right? It's like having a tape measure too. Like, you know, everyone yep. needs a hammer and a tape measure, but um. It is a major, major tool, my toolbox. And I think once clients see that too, they actually want it. They ask for it. They want more of it because it is almost always so effective. Oh, it's, it's incredible. You, you know, uh, I love the combination of a therapist professional with hypnosis. Mm-hmm. I, I love, I absolutely love that combination. And that's why, you, listen, you're in the catbird seat. You have the capability of training hypnosis in your field, you know, like, you know, not, not obviously I can be able to get a degree like you got. Mm-hmm. However, you'd be able to show them some little tricks of the trade on what really gets into people's minds and gets, and, and it becomes effective. And that's, that's the future right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's interesting because someone asked me the other day about wh- whether I believe in psychoanalysis And I was like, psychoanalysis. I mean, people still do psychoanalysis where they go in five days a week and lay on someone's couch. And I don't know, the person, the therapist says, "Uh uh-huh, a lot of the time, right? Like, "Uh (laughs) uh-huh. That's that's Sigmund Freud type stuff. It is, it is. Yeah. And But the reason I bring that up is because I see the field moving so so much faster towards more short-term solutions. Absolutely, people want change quickly. Hypnosis is one of those ways to do that. It's like it is a shortcut. It is that's how I see it. Is a therapeutic shortcut. Yeah, it's it's the new magic pill. It is. It is. And everybody wants the magic pill. They do, even though I tell them, even in the initial phone call, I'm like, I do not have the magic pill. (laughs) Like this is not a magic wand. There is a process to it. I cannot just wave it and you know, boom, you're fixed. It's not going to take 15 years of psychoanalysis laying on the couch and you make that breakthrough and oh, exactly the layers of the onion. (laughs) Oh, your your parents were so bad to you, and all of a sudden, (laughs) oh, we had this breakthrough. But meanwhile, they're they're not really fixed. Fixed, you you know, yeah, the hypnosis. Digs in. It's I. I consider hypnosis like the better delivery system. I consider it the needle. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's all. It's like you know, you you stick the person with the needle instead of you taking the pill where it has to go through your bloodstream first. All this other stuff. This is a direct shot. True. True. Yeah. Yeah. The theory behind it is really that we are really truly changing neural pathways in a very quick and fast and efficient way. Not the like ten years of psychoanalysis. You know. So. <laughs> yep. That's that's, so, that's what. That, that's that's my goal with hypnosis world. My goal with hypnosis world is to get really quality hypnotists on there doing an amazing job for clients. You, they, they see their hypnosis on a regular basis, just mm-hmm. like you would, you know, like I said, like your doctor, you know, your lawyer, your financial advisor, the hypnotist should be on the on that same exact list. For sure. For sure. So tell us a little bit about hypnosis world and also I want to get to the course you're running this summer because I am super excited about it. So tell us some about both. Okay. Uh, Hypnosis World, um, the the concept 
was almost like uh, match matching great hypnotists up with clients who need that work. Mm. So a hypnotist can join Hypnosis World okay. and, and say, I man, I really want to uh, start seeing more clients. And they're not good at the business aspect of it. Mm-hmm. But they just want to see clients. They really want to help people make change. Okay. But they don't want to go crazy, like, you know, running a business, all this stuff. I'm like, okay, no problem. Here's what we'll do. Um, Hypnosis World will get you the clients, and you'll just go out and service those clients. Oh. And so it's like a referral service. Exactly. And they'll be matched up with the proper hypnotist for that particular, you know, area of expertise. So let's say you're a pain specialist, mm-hmm. you know, then, you know, we'll match you up with a, with a hypnotist who really enjoys that particular topic, you know, who really has put the effort into being really expert in that area. Yes. And you'll be, you'll be matched up with the proper hypnotist and get obviously excellent results because that person's a top professional where what happens with a lot of hypnotists, um, they don't have passion to stop smoking or weight loss or something like that. They have passion for another area, mm-hmm. but they have to keep the doors open, you know, so they have to take all that work. That, you know, is just comes in for a hypnotist mm-hmm. where now they have passion for this particular area of, of expertise, this particular of, of change work. And now their business flourishes because they're working with those clients pretty much exclusively and they can earn a great living uh, doing what they really love to do. For and sure. The client, and the client in return gets somebody who is expert in that field. And they have an amazing experience also. And the ultimate goal is to raise the bar of what hypnosis is in in the public's mind. The public, um, once they embrace hypnosis and find out what it really can do, because they have a lot of wow factor, Mm -hmm. that's what's going to put hypnosis on the map and really become the go-to item for change work. Got it. Got it. And you said of the last resort right now with the last resort. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. A lot of people call me because I'm the last resort. Yes, absolutely. Which is is a shame because you should be the first one because you're the best one. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, they like to try all kinds of other stuff sometimes first, but you, you basically mapped like the career of a hypnotist, hypnotherapist, often a therapist as well, where they start out, they really do need to see all kinds of clients just to be able to, to support their family, to stay in practice. And then the more specialized you get. And as your practice grows, it's like you do. I know for me, I found those areas that I really love to work with. And then that just explodes and becomes, becomes itself. But those, those first years are hard. They really are. They're very hard. Yeah, they are. And, and a lot of people, um, they're not business people. In fact, most people aren't business people. Yeah. You know, they got to something because they, they enjoy that. Yes. You know, it's not just hypnosis. You know, it's like landscaping. Like, you know, the guy's a landscaper. Uh-huh. You know, he, be- he does beautiful carvings of the bushes and stuff and mows the lawn perfectly. But, you know, he's, he don't know nothing about business, you know, running, you know, running books and hiring employees. You yeah. know, that all happens kind of by accident. And, you know, eventually you get busted up. You know, you try to scale it and it doesn't work. It's true. You know, so he, he mows the lawn himself. Yeah. You know, and the same thing. The same thing with the hypnotist, you, you know, the hypnotist, you know, just wants to help people, you know, he wants to learn how to be a great hypnotist, but there's very few courses on how to run the business and, and blow your business up. It's so true. Yeah. Like I'm thinking, you know, I have a, a kid in college right now and I mean, you never hear anyone say, well, I'm studying business because eventually I want to, I want to be a hypnotherapist. <laughs> like, Oh, they would study psychology, I know I know. right? They, exactly. Yeah. They, 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 so they know all this stuff about, you know, helping people's minds change. 
mm-hmm. and then there's no there's no stuff on how to actually run the business, you know, and and to get clients and and all that stuff. Yeah, very. I, true. I happen to be very lucky. I've been an entrepreneur since I'm 14 years old. Mm-hmm. You know, I've 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 never had a job in my adult life. Wow. So really, I've I've always had my own business. So and and listen, there's been a lot of growing pains over the past, like you know, almost 50 years. Mm-hmm. So. I've made all the mistakes I've gone through. I've gone through the meat grinder and I figured out what works and what, you know, how, how to grow a business and build a business, no matter what it is. You know, I had a car business, a real estate business, um, you know, lots of other construction businesses. Uh-huh. Uh, so, and now I'm, you know, I'm in the hypnosis business. You know, I was in show business, which is another dirty game, you know, <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, so I've, I've been in some of the toughest businesses of, you know, on the planet. The only one I haven't done is politics. Oh. I, I, think I think that's, I think that's, the, I think that's, the, that's the, the hardest one out of all. That's a real dirty, that's a real dirty game. It's true. Um, but, um, you know, that entrepreneurship is what was able, was maybe be able to create this new business to help, you know, because I'm, I'm very passionate about people getting help. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, I, you know, it saved me and helped me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, ah, oh, you know what? Everybody should be doing this. Everybody, because I always thought myself, I was a tough, strong character. I was always that that tough guy. Mm-hmm. And when I needed a solution, this is what helped me. And I couldn't do it on my own. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't like just cope and say, all right, I'm going to fix this. You know, my mother beat me up when I was a kid and, you know, I, I couldn't fix it. Mm-hmm. And then, but all of a sudden this solution fixed me. What was and that? Like, what oh, was your I- first experience with hypnosis? Some guy, and I don't even remember the, the guy's name. It was like so many years ago. Uh-huh. I was like, I, I needed some help. And this guy saw me at a show. I was a regular comedian at the time. Uh-huh. And this guy saw me at a show and says, I can help you. I said, well, I don't need no help. He goes, oh, no, you need to help. You need help. <laughs> I said, he, saw, he saw it before me. And he bought me this book. Uh-huh. And I, threw, I, I said, this guy's a maniac. I threw the book in the trunk of my car and said, ah, this is so ridiculous. But he saw it before me because a couple months later, I crashed and burned. Ooh. And I, I grabbed that book out of the trunk. And to show you how the universe works, um, I was I remember I was in Detroit. I was in the the, ho- the hotel they put us on was like this Motel Six, uh-huh. and it was a crappy little hotel. And all of a sudden, I'm, I, I was desperate. I, said, I needed to read that book, so I went found the book in the trunk of the car. It was all beat up now, and uh, from from suitcases going in and out of it for the past six months. Mm-hmm. And then I bring the book into the hotel, and the hotel gets struck by lightning. <laughs> and all of a sudden now all the lights around. I'm like, oh man, look at this. I can't even read the book. I want to read the book. And all of a sudden, um, I actually went in the car and read it with the dome light. Oh my gosh. And I said, <laughs> and I said man, I'm, I'm really I'm really in big that's how, how much trouble I was in. Uh-huh. And, and that's what got me on the path and got me started. Uh-huh. And I I found all these tools to get me back in shape, you know, get get my get my life back in order. Wow. Um do you remember and, what the book like was? Said, it was Agmandino. Agmandino. Yeah. And um, that was the start. That was the start of all of this 30 years ago. Wow. Wow. And I, I got fascinated with hypnosis and, and, and all the self-help products. I started reading everything I could get my hands on. Wow. And then I, then I added it to my show because I was a regular comedian. I added hypnosis to my show. Uh-huh. And then bang, all of a sudden my career took off. Yeah. And then the weirdest thing happened. I just thought I was like, oh, man, I'm making a lot of money now. You know, I got this great show. And then here's the weird thing that happened. Um, I just thought I was being funny. Mm-hmm. And now I was, you know, I had a better career. But I get a, an, um, a phone call in the middle of the night because my website actually has my phone number on it too. Mm-hmm. 
I get a phone call from this lady and she says, I don't know what you did to my husband, but he was, he was on your stage tonight and he would never volunteer for stuff like this, but somehow you talked him into it with, you know, with, with your show. Mm -hmm. And he went on stage and he was the star of the show. But here's the interesting thing. He actually was talking on the way home that he'd never talked like this in a while because he just come back from the war. <laughs> and he actually slept in bed with me tonight because um, he's always worried about like, you know, hitting me in the middle of the night because he has these night terrors. Mm -hmm. But now he's changed. And I, I got my husband back and my kids got their dad back. Whoa. And I'm like, whoa, man, this is powerful stuff here. This is more than a comedy show at this point. I mean, these people are getting results. Because I always did that good energy affirmation after my shows, mm -hmm. you know, where, where everybody gets to participate in something really good. You know, when I emerge the subjects and what happens is I put all this good stuff in there, you know, so people's lives are going to change and, and do this, you know, nice. It really staffed the show home nicely. Yeah. But I wasn't realizing that this was helping all these thousands of people I'd be seeing every week. Wow. So I'd be seeing like, you know, a thousand, two thousand people every week at my shows. And all of a sudden I, I'm now I'm now it, it put the, uh, put the worm in my ear. I, I started noticing, Hey, what's going on here. I started doing a little, you know, a little reconnaissance. Mm -hmm. Turns out there's like hundreds of people every week getting all this change happening for their lives. Fantastic. Not just, not, not just a comedy show. Yeah. And that's what really changed. That's what really jacked things up to the next level. When I, when I noticed that that was going on mm -hmm. and I said, okay, I have to add more of this to the show. And now the show has become basically like an infomercial for like, you know, self-help and change. You know, it's all about, <laughs> mm -hmm. it, it's all about how to make your life better. You know, I want you, I want to make you laugh. I, you know, I, you know, you've seen my show. Yeah. I make people laugh. All for sure. But, yes. But it's all about how to make your life better. And all those little doodads are snuck into the show. Mm -hmm. And that's the craftsmanship of the show. When you, a, a great show should be funny, but also should have all the elements to educate the audience that this is what they should be doing to make their life better. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the secret. That's the secret ingredient because they don't even know they're getting it because now by doing it, sneaking it in, in a comedy show, they're getting blindsided. And it's like, wait a minute. They, and you can actually see their faces transform mm -hmm. as the show goes on. And they're like, wait a minute, there's more to this than that. Oh man, this guy, I, I may have to use this for this. I can, and all of a sudden you're converting all these people into believers and ambassadors of hypnosis. Yeah. Yeah. Great. In a, in a way that's um, entertaining and fun and easy. It's, it's, it's non, it's non-threatening. Yeah. You know, if, if you go talk to a stranger and tell them about hypnosis, there's a lot of them going to be, ah, you know, they think, you, you know, you pitch it and sell them something, you know, mm -hmm. and they, you know, oh, what is that stuff? Right. But they see a show, it's very non-threatening and sneaks up on them. And the craft craftsmanship of the show should be you, right. Uh, the practitioner, you know, the hypnotist, making people laugh, mm -hmm. but then also educating your audience that this is what needs to be happening, right? If you put hypnosis into your life, I guarantee your life's going to be better. Yeah, it's true. You know, I had a, um, it's like my ex-husband's cousin. Um, one time he, he found out I was doing hypnosis because, you know, I haven't done hypnosis forever. It was a, something I got trained in and, oh, geez, 2014, I think, and then started doing it. But he is like, oh my God, hypnosis is so powerful. And I was like, really, this is not what you typically hear from someone. You hear all the fear stuff. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And he said, yeah, I went to a show with my mom and my mom went on stage 
and she did things that she would never do in real life. I mean, nothing, you know, bad, you know, but he was like, right. that's powerful. Like that's powerful stuff. And I was like, wow, he's an example of exactly what you're talking about, where he saw in a yep. very fun way, how powerful it, something could be. The job of the stage hypnosis is to convert regular people into ambassadors of hypnosis. Yes. Yeah. I tell all, I tell all my students, the number one job is to make the audience believe that hypnosis is real and can help them. Great. You base, you, there's, there's three decisions that have to happen during a show all the time. You're making thousands of decisions mm-hmm. every show to make sure the show becomes successful. And the first decision is always, if I do this, will it make the show more or less believable about hypnosis? Mm. The second decision, right? If I do this, will it make the show better or worse? Mm-hmm. So in other words, if I make this decision, is the show going to be better, funnier, more entertaining, more inspirational, or less? And the third decision is, if I do this, am I going to make more money or less money? Mm. So, so you see how money is money is the, money is the last decision. It's, it's, it's always the last one. The first one is making people understand that hypnosis is real, and now am, am I going to become an ambassador to hypnosis? So Very all your decisions. So, so, so there's, there's a hierarchy of decisions that happen split second on the fly thousands of times during the show. Yeah. Yeah. But it is, it is good to have those, those like underlying rules, intentions, let's call them going on. I mean, it popped into my mind is when, when I'm in a therapy session, my primary intention is whatever I say, the intention is to help the client period. So I don't say something if it's not going to be helpful, you know, in some way, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> like I don't yeah. tell a story or I don't do this, or I don't say something about my life or their life, unless I truly believe that it is for the best healing of that client. So it's really interesting. Um, yeah. How long have you been teaching? I've been teaching hypnosis probably for about five years now. I've been doing okay. hypnosis for 30 mm-hmm. Um, and then I got into teaching it all because I got asked to speak at a conference Oh, and I, I spoke at this conference and there was like, you know, a hundred, like, you know, eager hypnotists, you know, wanting to learn yeah. from me because, and I didn't even know this because I just did my show kind of a rogue shark. I didn't know anything about other hypnotists and stuff. I didn't mm-hmm. follow any of the Facebook groups or any of that stuff. Um, I would just do my show and that's it. I didn't realize that I was the number one guy that everybody wanted to be. I'm Ooh. like, really? How could that be? <laughs> But yeah. it's because I was I was doing three hundred shows a year. Whoa, that's a lot! Uh, in all the in all the best venues, you know, all, all across the world, mm-hmm. and everybody wanted my schedule. So that's why this this um, other um, hypnotist brought me in to be the speaker. And all these guys were like, "Wait, oh, hey, that's Rich Guzzi. Look, look there, he's, he's looks just like a regular guy." Uh-huh. Right? And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, I am a regular guy. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it was it was really funny because my my girlfriend was saying. You need to start dressing up more. Everybody thinks you're a big celebrity. I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm a regular guy. Said, no, 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 no. They, 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 they all idolize you. I said, what are you talking about? You know, it was kind of very, it was a very, you know, surreal moment. Mm-hmm. It was very weird to me. I just, you know, and even my fans, when my fans come up looking to take pictures with me, I'm like, we want to take a picture with me for, it. you know, mm-hmm. but I realized that, yeah, I'm changing people's lives and, you know, I'm entertaining them. And I just always thought of myself as a regular guy. Mm-hmm. So Anyway, I, I taught at this conference and everybody was like mesmerized by what I was saying. And, you know, the, um, the thought process that I went into it, you know, I would like tell them about my music on how I made, I had crafted special music for the show mm-hmm. that started off at 80 beats a minute and then 
after 30 seconds without the 75 beats a minute and then uh, mm-hmm. 70 beats a minute, you know? So when I'm doing the induction, the heart rate would match up with the music beats and then slow the heart rate down and make it easier to hypnotize people. And everybody's like, wait a minute, you don't put that much thought and effort into this? You're a neurotic crazy man. I'm like, business yeah. sense. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. I, I, you're always trying to stack the deck in your favor in Absolutely. every possible way. Yes. You know, especially because the venues I have to work aren't like, they're not like the slam dunk high school gigs and like, you know, college gigs that the, everybody's going to go into hypnosis by just wave it at them. Uh-huh. You know, these, you actually have to be a good hypnotist on, at the shows I do, uh-huh. you know? So I'm like, I don't take, I don't take everything into account here. So I, I literally devise diabolical ways to hypnotize people, uh-huh. uh, you know, in every scenario possible, you know, you can like, because you go on every gig you do, you have to do the media, like, you know, radio and TV. Uh-huh. So now you go on a TV show at like seven o'clock in the morning. They want you to hypnotize somebody who's never been hypnotized before. Does not want to be hypnotized. Uh-huh. Um, you have to make, you have to hypnotize them quick. Make them do something funny. Um, put a post up on a suggestion. They take them out of hypnosis. Do something good for them with a good energy affirmation. Promote your show, all within three minutes. Yeah, yeah, so like, incredible, yeah, cool. right? Not the that's like a pretty, that's a tall that's a tall order. Yeah, it means you got to knock the guy out in ten seconds, fifteen seconds tops. Right. You know, so I you have and he doesn't want to be hypnotized. So you have to, I had to come up with a plan on how to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. So I made an induction just for that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, all these things were all well thought out and, and scientifically designed, you know, over the, over the course of 30 years. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden I realized that everybody wanted to learn how to do it now because they had the exact same issue. Yeah. You know, they would, they would go in at like, you know, four o'clock in the morning to pre hypnotize somebody. And then, you know, work with a whole bunch of people to try to end up with one person that they dragged onto the show, mm-hmm. which would obviously look kind of fishy. Yeah. Because now they're like, hey, where'd this guy come from? Right. You know, <laughs> where, 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 you know, so, and then all of a sudden, remember, the number one decision is hypnosis real, mm-hmm. you know? So now the television audience sees that and like, hey, this is kind of fishy. Where'd this guy come from? You know, mm-hmm. where if they see you hypnotize the host live on the air, now you have the wow factor. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So. That's why I did what I did, you know, and I came up with these techniques and that's what I preach to all the people I teach. That's the number one decision. Make sure people understand that what you're doing makes hypnosis look real. And if you do that, you will be the king. You will be the queen. Mm -hmm. You will, you will have it. You will have the keys to the kingdom. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And I've been teaching for five years now, you know, and I teach what I've learned and created over the past 30, you know, to make this job um, uh, lucrative as well as successful. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I was fascinated by the course you're running this summer because I know you have several courses. Um, mm-hmm. You want to list them off for me? I don't know. I'm off the top of my head. Uh, well, my, my signature courses are obviously, uh, there's a lot of interest in the gorilla hypnosis course. Okay. And oh, yeah. that's the, the five, I, I only use five inductions, believe it or not. I know there's guys who teach like hundreds of inductions, yeah. which is to me is to- totally necessary. Yeah. Total derivatives of all the stuff. Um, I don't need hundreds only, of inductions. I mean, no, I use the same uh-huh. ones all the time because they work. Yep. <laughs> I use what <it> works. Exactly. <laughs> you know? I, I literally have five inductions that if you learn these five, um, you can hypnotize anybody, any place, anywhere, anytime. You're standing up in a bar with a band playing in the background. No uh-huh. problem. You know, <laughs> um, you know, on on yeah, on TV live, the person does not want to be hypnotized. Okay. All right. I got I got I got one for that. You know, so uh, in fact, actually you can do it with four. 
because the fifth induction is only for showing off. Oh. The other <laughs> right, right. <laughs> the, the fifth one's kind of really unnecessary. I, I, ma- I made it because I wanted to show people that I am the man. Okay, so, got it. But um, the gorilla but, hypnosis is more for people who are wanting to do like stage hypnosis, performing comedy. No, no actually, it's, it's no, it's actually for all hypnotists who want to be a really high end. Oh, it elite is. level hypnotist. Yes. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's mostly clinical hypnotists coming in to learning how to do really high end skills. Oh. It's, it's, tra- it's tradecraft. Mm-hmm. You know, this is like you, you become like, you know, a hypnotic operative. You, you, you are literally a walking lead, you know, induction machine. So you can walk into a Starbucks as a clinical hypnotist, start chatting somebody up, knock that person out with like three or four bystanders and get clients from that instantaneously. Ooh, gosh. If you want to work at so, Starbucks, right? Like <laughs> I'm standing in line at Starbucks and I'm concentrating on my yep. coffee, but, um, right. but gotcha. You can go pretty much anywhere. And if you have the intention of really connecting with people and you want to be on the air, you want to, you want to be really good on TV and the radio. And I've done literally over a thousand television and radio shows. So yeah, I had to learn how to be good at it, Okay, but you know, that's, it's great for the, for the clinical hypnotist. Yeah. Um, uh, there's those those morning blend TV shows mm-hmm. and those radio shows, you know, the talk radios yes. and stuff in, in your town. That if you were good at doing hypnosis on those shows, your career would blow up. It would ex- explode. Agreed. Could, agreed. Yes. You could, if you if you go on there and wow that that TV show and wow that radio show, they'll literally have you on every month. Yeah. And all mm-hmm. of a sudden now you're 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 the you are the main person in that town. You own that town. I can see that. There's a, a morning show that I listen to and it's like, they have regular spots that come in, right? Like Dr. Yes. So-and-so that answers, you know, strange medical exactly. questions or it, something like that. Yep. So yeah, it could it, be it, like a real repeating performance. Exactly. And I, I show all my people how to be great on those radio shows and TV shows where they're going to make you come back every month to do more of it. You know, and next thing you know, like I said, you become a recurring guest on the show mm-hmm. and you literally own the town. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure the referrals from that are just through the roof. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so that that's so that's the gorilla course. Okay. Um, I have the it factor course. Yeah. Which to to me, that's probably the one you're talking about. I think so. The one that you're running yeah. this summer. Yes. Okay. In Nashville. So, so, in Nashville, correct. All right. So, so the so so I did, so there's four things that you need to be successful in any business. Um, as a serial entrepreneur that I am, um, I've I've dissected why I do what I do, and I boil it down. There's four categories. There's your skill sets. Mm-hmm. There's your marketing capability. Mm-hmm. There's your leadership and outsourcing, and there's the it factor. Those are the four categories you need to score points in. Okay. So what I do is I, I give you 25 points for each category, and then you add up the points and cumulatively, depending on how many points you have, I can tell you exactly how successful you are in business. Ooh. So it's, it is, it is, it's dead on accurate too. It's amazing. I, I've had grown men crying, like literally crying. Like, how do you even know that about me? Right. Because they're like, <laughs> almost, they're like, I said, well, I just add up the points and the points, never, the points never mess up. They and add them so up themselves. 20- like they rate themselves or you're rating them <laughs> or you actually well, have a scale. Well, what, I have a scale. Oh, yeah, you do? I, I asked, okay. Oh, I have a scale. Oh, yeah. And I ask them, you know, um, and I can always, I always use the it factor one on my own because I can always tell how much it factor they have just by looking at them. Uh-huh. So, it's, so, you, you, so you get 25 points for each category. Okay. So in other words, so let's take skills first. Does everyone the like, more, I, I'm wondering if everyone does this. Like when you said the categories and said that, it's like, you know, I immediately start ranking myself, but I know I'm really yes. competitive. <laughs> so 
I don't know yeah, if everyone exactly. does that. <laughs> that. That's really good, though. Actually, being competitive is good because now you can, you you want to excel. You want you want to raise your scores in those different categories. Yes. Right. So, um, so let's take your skills first. Um, who do you think would score more points, a surgeon or a bricklayer? It depends. I mean, if the bricklayer is really good at bricklaying, they would score themselves as as very skilled and competent. Absolutely. But but you got to remember that the the doctor, the surgeon had to go to 12 years of school, do all kinds of internships. Right. And he's he's dealing with people's lives. Okay. so the skill level and there's less. So there's less people who can do it. So the less people who can do the skill. The more the more points you're going to score. Oh, got it's it. Other, it's, okay, it's, so it's so, so it's, it's not more, just like within your. It's field. not just. It's, it's not just the global the ability of exactly like there's a it could be a crappy bricklayer and this could be a good one. Yeah, yeah. you know. Um. So, but the bricklayer, more people can do it, so the the skill number goes lower. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. But now, but now the bricklayer can also score higher if he's a better bricklayer. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. So, so, so but, but. To, to score a 25 in skill set, mm-hmm. you have to be kind of like almost like um, a corporate leader, a corporate executive, because only one person or two people and 10 people can do that job. Okay. So a 25, anything in the 20s is super hard to get. Okay. Got you know, you, if your skills are in the te- is a 10 mm-hmm. or a 15, you're, you're really killing it. You're doing a great job. Oh, great. I like scored myself okay. like a 20 in my head, you know, so <laughs> Like I'm, I'm not going to out of the park well, here. Well, 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 you you are a doctor, and you know you have a skill like like the hypnotist. So you 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 probably are a ten or a fifteen. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. So, so that's uh, yeah, yes, so yeah. That, that's definitely pretty good. And it's funny because right? I'm so that, just I'm taking a a course called uh, Front Row CEO: How to Start Thinking More Like a CEO of Your Business versus um, you know, a lower level, right? <laughs> Basically. Yeah. So it's interesting when you said that, like, all right, it is yep, a mindset exactly. and it's, it's a skill too. That is, it really is. Yeah. It, this, this is so much fun because this really breaks it down for you. It makes it fun. Uh-huh. You, you know, because, because then you could, uh, and I'll, so I'll tell you once, once I you go through all the categories, I'll, I'll tell you more about okay. on how you can start raising the categories. So the next one is marketing. Mm-hmm. So how good of a marketer you are. Yeah. So I always like to, I always like to use celebrities because people know celebrities. Mm-hmm. So, so um, a guy like Richard Branson is an expert marketer. The guy's almost like yeah. P.T. Barnum. Yes. He, you know, he's, he's doing balloon racing and boats across the across the Atlantic. Yeah. You know, he's he's you know, he's very charismatic. So he's he's a guy who would be in the 20s, 2025. OK. All right. So, you know, how good is your marketing capability? Um, also, you can look at the person's social media platforms. So they have a lot of, you know, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of followers on social media, which means they're probably a better marketer than the, the person who's got like almost nothing going on. Yeah. yeah. So, so you, the marketing is so you can have a great skill, but if you can't market it, then it's no good. You know, you're not going to make any money. Yeah. You're not going to be successful. You know, it's like hanging a Rembrandt in a barn. Like you have a beautiful masterpiece painting, but nobody can see it. Mm-hmm. And what good is it? True. You know, the, you know, the, the farmer looks like that's kindling. He throws it in the garbage. Yeah. So, uh, so marketing is your second category. You get 25, you get zero to 25 points in that category. Next one is leadership and outsourcing. Mm-hmm. So, cause there's going to be jobs that you hate to do or you cannot do. Yeah. So you have to, you have to have be a good leader and outsource and be able to get those jobs done. Yes. And the better you are, the better you are at that, um, the, obviously the more successful you're going to be, you know, a guy like Henry Ford, you know, who didn't know how to build cars or do any of that stuff, but he was great at getting other people to do those jobs. Mm-hmm. That's one of his categories that he was just brilliant at. 
Yeah. The whole automation of it. You know, uh, when he, when, uh, when the, the Chicago newspaper was like, you know, chastising him saying the guy's an imbecile, um, because he didn't know like a lot of, you know, data, mm-hmm. he didn't know like, you know, who, like, you know, who the president was in like the 1800s. They, he was like, look, why do I need to fill up my brain with that information? I've got 150 phone lines on my, on my, on my desk and I can call anybody to get that information anytime I want. I'm a leader. Huh. And, Interesting. and he won his, and he won his case because of that line. Wow. Because he, they realized that this is not a dumb guy. This is a smart guy uh-huh. that just knows how to delegate duties. Yeah. So um, that's, that's clearly like idea. when they talk about uh, the best leaders, you read literature, podcasts, anything, your ability to delegate is super, Correct. super important. Super important. To go to a so next level. So maybe right. you don't start out there. Maybe you don't have the funds to start out there, whatever that is. But to but move if, to if another gonna, level, if, you have to if you're scale and grow bigger. Yes. Yeah, if you're going to scale and grow bigger, you need the third category. Yes. For sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and you'll you'll see how the how this point thing works and how, and how why that really makes total sense once we get to the end here. Okay. The last category is it factor. Mm-hmm. The it factor is that special secret ingredient that for some reason, I see, I, I know every person listening in, in your audience right now knows this person mm-hmm. who's not as skilled as you, but they're successful anyway. Yeah. And doesn't that agitate you? you? You know, everybody knows these people. Yes. And I can tell you right now, it has nothing to do with their skills. It has to do with their it factor. Mm-hmm. They probably have more it factor than you. Mm-hmm. And the it factor is that secret ingredient that make a regular person successful but a person with real skills, a superstar. Uh-huh. And the good news is for the first time ever, you can learn the it factor. Most people who have the it factor have it naturally, but they don't know how to teach it. They don't know even know what they're doing. They're just doing it naturally. Mm-hmm. But for the first time, I figured out the reason why I was so successful my entire life is because of the it factor. Oh, yeah. I've had this special ingredient. You know, you see when I'm walk- when I walk into the room, I own the room. I light it up. Yes. And everybody's saying, oh, hey, there's Rich Guzzi, right? And then, hey, who is that guy? Let's, let's talk to that guy. Just because I'm talking and I'm loud and, and I'm, I'm, I'm inspiring people. And everybody's like laughing and joking. That's it factor. Yeah. So here's the thing. So the more it factor, obviously, you, can, you score zero to 25 points in it factor. So who's a 25? Well, I like to use celebrities. Well, Bill Clinton's a 25. Mm-hmm. He walks in the room. He owns the room. He's the most charismatic guy in the room. Okay. You know, Will Smith, Will Smith's in the 20s, For, you know, in the 20s, I would think Will Smith's at like a 25. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I'm saying he's su- super, super charismatic. He's the man. Yeah. All right. So um, a good infector score is like 15. Okay. That's a regular guy who's just like, he walks in the room, he owns the room. A 15 in the infector is amazing. Uh-huh. It's a killer score. A 15 in any category is an amazing score. But now here's the, here's the, the real thing, the, the secret to all of this. If you have more it factor, does that make you better at leadership and outsourcing? No. I don't, you don't know. Do you think? I think. You do? Right? So why? If you have more it factor, do you think you can get more people to do stuff for you because you're just better at talking to them? Oh, for sure. Yes. So it's the trickle down effect. If you have more it factor, you're going to be just better at getting people to um, do jobs for you. Oh, okay. Got it. Yes, that's true. Yeah, like they want to work like for you versus like they, they do because for, <laughs> some, yeah, for, some, for yeah. some reason you, you know yeah. you know how to talk to each person individually. You know how to give them what they want, and then all of a sudden they're like they're all too happy to work for you and mm-hmm. to do what they got to do. Okay, got it. Got so it. yeah, 
So, so now what about marketing? Are you a better marketer because you have more effect? Oh yeah. I mean, that's how like influencers, the whole influencer industry it, arose. They have it factor basically. The, the better, the, that's right. Influencer, right? Mm-hmm. You know, Kim Kardashian ain't selling nothing but herself. Right. Yeah. But she, but she's a great marketer, right? The sister is a billionaire. Yes. Because, you know, she's, she's, everybody wants to be, everybody wants to be her. Mm-hmm. All right True. now, what about your skills? This is where we got we, we, we were, you were alluding to with the bricklayer. If the bricklayer, right, he's not he doesn't he can't score a 20 a 25 like the surgeon can, mm-hmm. yet he can jack his number up with more effect. It goes when he comes to your house, says, Oh man, this is a beautiful house. We take this wood siding off, put b- beautiful bricks with red with a beautiful grout, right? He's selling it in a different way. He's not a regular bricklayer anymore. Oh, now he's a bricklayer yeah. with charisma. Yeah. Or all of a sudden now his score goes up because of the it factor. Yeah. So the so the, the trickle down effect makes the it factor probably the most important category of all four. Mm-hmm. So so now let's say you your skill is a four or five because you're the bricklayer or you're the hypnotist. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, your marketing capability—you got, you have, you got, you know, a thousand followers on Facebook, you know, and you really, you know, you do a little advertising, but you're not really a great marketer yet. Mm-hmm. Um, at least you're now outsourcing. So, so marketing, you're probably scoring a one or a two, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, and then leadership and outsourcing, you work for, you know, you're working for yourself. You don't have anybody, you know, so every once in a while we need some printing done. You call the printer up and he prints something up for you. So you're probably a zero or a one over there. Okay. And your it factor, you know, you're not a schlub. So, you know, you still to get to, you still talk to people, but you're probably a four or five. Mm-hmm. So if you look, add it all up, you have five and five is 10 and 10 and coming. So you probably have like, you know, 14, 15 points cumulatively over the course, over the course of all four categories. Okay. You know what that, you know what that means? What? You make about thirty thousand dollars a year. Huh. interesting. So the higher now, the score tends to correlate with income. More, correct. So the higher the score, the more the more financial success you have. Mm. So if you're in the twenties or thirties, now you have a six figure income. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. So now let's think about that. Everybody's goal is you know you always hear this you know oh I want to I want to make six figures yeah. I want to make six yeah. figures. even yeah. though. They, you know, they should shoot for higher than that. Those six figures is not that big a deal anymore. Yeah. <laughs> it only gets you so, so far. <laughs> it, it, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's six figures. You're not I'm not going to dead anymore. Like, you, you know, you, you basically own your job. Yes. Um, yeah. So, but that's, that's a category that people want to get to. Right. So if you get, to, you get into the twenties, all right, then you're going to have that six, you're going to have that income that you want. Mm-hmm. So all I need to do is raise your points in the easiest categories for you. And I'll get you where you want to be. It'll happen automatically. It'll happen magically. Mm. So let's take the one where it costs no money to raise your score. The it factor. Yeah. So if I get you to a 15 on it factor and you only get five points in the other, other, other three categories, that means you're at a 25 already. True. That's true. Now you're making, now you're making your six-figure income and you become the person that you can't stand, that's successful, that you don't even know why they're successful. <laughs> You, yeah. you, you become because at, at a default you have twenty five points. Yeah, you have fifteen in the hit factor. Yeah, so you 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 become successful out of default. Right, right. And that's why I teach the hit factor right away. That's the first. Interesting. Class. That is really interesting because that is sometimes what you think. You know, like you said, everyone knows that person, and you, and it does feel like they're successful by default. Like they're not truly yeah. doing anything you know, better or more or anything like that. It's almost, it's almost agitating. 
Because yeah. everybody says that. I know all your listeners are saying, yeah, I know that guy. Yeah, he's nowhere near as good as me. Yet for some reason, he's making money and I'm not. Yeah, you get annoyed, right? Uh, me. It's annoying. <laughs> I get annoyed by it. It's annoying. It's annoying. I say, this person's actually a schnook compared to me. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes that is the case. It's like, oh my God, there's they're even they're like bad or worse or whatever. You know, they don't they truly don't Absolutely. have your skill. Yeah. No way. Not even close. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the that's the class. So the it factor is probably the one you're talking about. I'm doing okay. that. Oh yes, I'm doing that over the summer. Um I, I do my stage hypnosis training class, um, which is teaching you how to not only be a stage performer, but also how to be a corporate speaker and how to you know, uh, do presentations in front of, you know, I'll uh, uh, be a trainer properly. How to, so that that's, um, June 13, 14, 15. Okay. But the if factor class is June 16 and 17. Oh, that's it's coming two, up. I just sooner than I thought. Yeah. It's, it's two full days of, cause we do, we work day and night mm-hmm. and um, all the, we eat all the meals right at my house. Cause I, I have a training facility right at my house. That's fantastic. So everybody comes to my house. We eat all the meals together. It's all included. And after dinner, we assimilate everything. And we go downstairs. We practice. Um, we practice all the techniques. So when I, when you leave, you have the it factor. Got it. And, got and it. Then, Can you give the listeners um, a tip right now about just how to raise their it factor? Yes. Here's what you do. Here's, the, here's a great little technique you can use right now to start raising your it factor. So I want all all you folks out there in Radio Land, Dr. Liz Land, I want you to think about a time when you knocked it out of the park, when you did something so amazing, everybody was saying, wow, Liz, that was incredible. You all have those stories, right? Liz, you have that story, don't you? Mm -hmm. I do. Okay. Mm -hmm. Several. All right. Very good. So, and and, and don't you have to be about work. It could be about something you did playing baseball or something like that. The one I use as my example in, in, um, in the class is the one, my baseball story. Um, so, so you mm-hmm. pick a pick a story that you knocked it out of the park, and then what I want you to do is I want you to tell that story to a partner, and I want you to tell the story. I mean, just don't don't just you know, go through the motions. Tell the story because this is one of your greatest stories in your life. Tell that story. Mm-hmm. Your partner's job is to write down all the movements, facial expressions, breathing things that you do while you're telling the story. All your tells and ticks. Mm-hmm. Right. So let's say while you tell the story, you get those monkey eyes where your eyebrows go up, your face lights up, or you know, you clasp your hands together during you know this one climax part of the story. Those are your mm-hmm. tells. And then your partner writes those tells down. And then what you'll do is just by telling the story, you already raise your state. But uh-huh. then what I want you to do is I want you to take those tells and start doing those tells all day long. When you're going about your life, it, I, call, I call it in the field because we're always just like mm-hmm. operative training. It's like, I want you to be like the Jason Bourne of hypnosis. I want you to be like the Jason Bourne of the it factor. So you have to be like an operative. So you're out in the field and you're at the Starbucks or you're at the International House of Pancakes. You're out for dinner somewhere. Do your tells in regular conversation. So you're asking for a table and Ooh. it's a party of two. And you do that same uh-huh. exact hand clasp when you're doing the, cl- the climax of your story. Uh-huh. And all of a sudden, the person you're talking to just lights up and they're like, wow, this person is somebody of influence. They don't even know why. It's because you're doing your uh-huh. power moves all day long. So now, uh-huh. magically, over the course of the next month or so, by you doing these moves over and over again, 
you become the best version of yourself all the time. Ah, oh, got it. Got it. Okay. Get it? Interesting. Because your, physiolog- yeah. your physiology, your body movements and stuff, all of a sudden, it's almost like you're telling that great story to everybody, to the world every day. Yeah, and now absolutely. The best times yes. in your life become your regular life. Okay. Okay. I'll tell you. So um, Rich did this in the workshop that I was in with him in Orlando, but I missed that last piece somehow. I was probably thinking about other stuff. Who knows? (laughs) (laughs) But I'll tell you, Rich, this really affected. I had a, a gentleman, he's an older gentleman in session, and he started having a panic attack in session, Okay, which is it's not that common. It doesn't happen all the time. It's probably happened maybe, I don't know, twice in in like the last five years or something. Right. So he's having a panic attack in session and he's like pacing around my office and he's he's really disturbed, you know, his like you, you could his visible anxiety pretty much on his face everywhere. So I, I'm the therapist, so I'm calm. <laughs> so I say to him, I'm like, well, you know, Mr. X. Um, just let's just take a breath here. And um, if you like, you can have a seat or you can keep pacing either way. But I, I want you to tell me a time that you were really successful in your life, like something that really had an impact where you felt like you hit it out of the park. And now I knew this man was a business owner. You have to have successes to continue to be a business owner yeah. okay? or else this, you close the business. This is hitting exactly right? what we're talking about. Very good. So he's, he pauses for a moment and he's like, anything? I'm like, anything like a, a really good success where, you know, you felt really good. He says, okay. And he naturally just sits down and he starts telling me this. And of course, everything shifts, everything mm-hmm. in session, the panic attack goes away. Right. He, and I'm, I say, okay, well, let's, let's notice how, how do you feel now? And he's like, oh, very calm. I'm like, okay, you shifted out of that panic attack state in it's less than a minute that you're able to shift into this state. So it really impacted me. And I can tell the listeners when you begin to use this technique that Richard just taught you, it can truly impact your life. It can teach you how to like move into this other state at will is basically what you're seeing. But also you're seeing that final step where you begin to use it in your life starts to embed it into just who you are. Like you do it naturally. Like you don't really have to think about it, right? Exactly. And and, um, the great thing about it is that fact it yeah I, I the next step after this is you create on ramps I call them on ramps so an on ramp okay. is like you know you speed up to get onto the highway so what you want to do is you want to create on ramps for your stories you're gonna have more stories because you have more than just one in your life you have lots of them so you want to create mm-hmm. an on ramp for this trigger that will now turn you on okay so now you're doing um a client meeting and you want to sign them up for your business if you sign them up for, for mm-hmm. sessions we like here we use we use the hypnotist as the um as the example so you're a hypnotist okay. and this person comes in um you have a you know a six session weight loss protocol that's like twelve hundred dollars and you want to set mm-hmm. you want to sell them the um the, the protocol and you want to make this twelve hundred dollar sale so okay. now um you have an on-ramp that is very exciting. Um, with all the hand movements, all that stuff. And you have, so you, you create yourself this trigger that says, you know, the home run story. Like for me, it'd be like the home run story when I hit the home run mm-hmm. when I was a kid against the best pitcher in the league. Okay. And 
I just say home run story. And all of a sudden I'm already, my, my, my trigger has already been hit. And it's all of a sudden, see how my voice just went up a little bit. Yeah. I, I just triggered myself because I'm, I'm really mm-hmm. good at this, obviously. Um, so I tell the home run story. And now instead of telling the home run story, I tell about how great this, this weight loss protocol is. And I'm now using new words, but I'm mm-hmm. using the same story as the home run story. Cause I created that trigger that turns it on. So I'm telling the home run story, but I'm telling, I'm telling the client, you need to get this protocol six sessions. It's going to make you feel amazing. And boom, you're going to knock it out of the park. You're going to look so good. And you're going to, you're going to weight's going to pour off your body and you're going to feel so good about doing this. You're going to walk down the street looking absolutely amazing. So I'm using uh-huh. the exact same story as the home runs, uh-huh. but I'm using new words for the protocol. And all because I triggered myself with an on-ramp and I have these uh, in, okay. I have these in the holster, like ammunition. And I, mm-hmm. I have one for lots of different scenarios that I, that I encounter all day long. So, mm, you, so, okay. so what you'll do is you'll write down all the areas that you're going to frequent. So let's say you go to the gym a lot. You go to, um, mm-hmm. you go out to eat at this, at the, at the country club. Um, you speak, have to speak to clients in the office. You write all those places down that you frequent a lot. And then you write an on-ramp, a trigger story for all of those. And next thing you know, you're, you're burning down, you're burning it up. You're, everybody's just so infatuated with you. You are the it person. You are the it factor person. Okay. So it reminds me of, you know, the power positions that they say to do like, mm-hmm. you know, before yeah, the, the, the power meeting pose, or whatever, yeah, the, the Superman pose yep. or the um the hands behind the head with the elbows extended you know those but this seems this is more like personal exactly it is personalized, personalized. it is your own yes. power positions exactly. basically and trigger words so it's not just the position it's the trigger word that you learn to just trigger that state of mind and then all the the body language that goes with it exactly you know that's and, and personalized is the exact right word very astute it's the it's, it's now the superman pose might not be your pose yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like, you know, it's the, the personalized one is so much more effective because it's real. Yeah. It's, it's, it's organic. It's, it's natural. You, you know, you're doing it. This is you, this is your story. And you are so confident in, in, in you, you know, the it factor, it consists of five categories. It's confidence, charisma, mm-hmm. communication skills, the clothes, the way you look and your celebrity like status. Okay. Celebrity like status. Yep. So you get five. You, you get, so you get five points for each category, and that's uh-huh. that's your twenty-five points. Your twenty-five cumulative points. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Love it. So you focus on these five areas. I, like, I, how do we get you? I, I, exactly. Right? Okay. So, so um, if I see that your, commu- your communication skills are the, the the weak link, we we boost it. Mm-hmm. We boost the communication. Um, but you know, if we boost all five categories, then you'll get closer to twenty-five. And that's, that's our goal. Yes. Our goal is to get you to 20. If, if we get you to 20, then you remember, you, you can, you can really squeak by with all the three categories and still, and, <laughs> yeah, and, true. And still be amazingly, right. su- amazingly successful. Yeah. Which probably people are not going to squeak by. Like they, you know, probably they have some good skills. Yeah, they're, they're, they're going to have, they're gonna have like, a five. They're going to get a five. And, and I'm going to show you how to boost. At least. I'm going to show you how to boost those <laughs> categories too. Because remember, if you're a, if you're a 50, if you're a 50, you're, you're uh-huh. a millionaire. Oh yeah. Okay. So that coordinates to like, absolutely. And that you're reaching a million. And and as you'll see, 
it gets harder and harder to score more and more points. So that's why uh-huh. the billionaires who are in the 80s and 90s, that's really hard to do because yeah. look how hard it yeah. look how hard it is to be in 20 in all the all four categories. Yeah. Because yeah. the higher you go, the more difficult it is to score the points. That's why the system is yes. so brilliant. Got it's, it. It's, it's, it's designed to, you know, where not everybody can be a billionaire. It's impossible. You can't, because yeah. you can't score enough points in all the categories. You can't do it. Okay. Yeah. Personally, I don't want to be, be a billionaire. It seems like a lot of problems. Yeah. Your phone, your phone don't stop ringing. We are at the end of our time here, but it has been such a pleasure to have you back on the podcast. And thank you so much for sharing the uh, very practical tip that people can do and telling us about your courses and hypnosis and your life. It's been a real pleasure. It's, it's been my pleasure. I mean, I, if, the more I get this stuff out there, the more I can help people in our industry. I'm creating a better place for the entire world, but it's going to put hypnosis world on the map. You know, that's, that's my, my goal is to put hypnosis on the map and we're get, I'm going to do it through this um, this hypnosis world thing. I, I've, I'm very passionate about it. I want hypnosis to be successful. Great, great. But some of the, like the It Factor course, you don't have to be a hypnotist to go to that this summer? No, it, it's actually anybody. You know, in fact, anybody. Uh, yeah, okay. I, I have lots of, um, lots of other people in that course, not, not just hypnotists. You know, it, it's, um, okay, it's, my sig- it's my signature course for the masses, you know, because every, every single person on the planet needs the It Factor course. Because if you, you you jack that number up, I guarantee you're going to be more charismatic in every situation. So yeah, I can see like your life becomes easier. It just does. Basically, people will treat you different. And 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 the great thing about my this this course here, after the course is over, the course is still not over. There's a hundred day it factor challenge that comes with it right after the course is over. Ooh. So now uh-huh. I'm all about doing. You, you know, you know what me? I'm all about doing the exercises and doing. The work. Yeah. I don't want to just teach you the stuff. I want you to do it. So mm-hmm. for a hundred days, you get the um the lesson. You get a new lesson because I say in a hundred days, if you become one percent better every day, you'll be twice as good at the end of at the end of the hundred days. So wow. I, I stay on you. I stay with you for a hundred days after the course is over. And I give you little micro lessons and it's a little exercise to do every day, every day, every day. And next thing you know, all the materials get assimilated and you are the it factor at the end of a hundred days. Fantastic. I can tell you from talking to people at the conference and stuff, like Rich never goes away. Okay. <laughs> like He is so supportive and they love him. There's like, you know, rich guzzy groupies basically, because you do give so much yep. to people I, I, and I, I give people my, deliver my, over and above my, is your reputation. My real phone yeah. number is on the website, on Hypnosis World website. Uh-huh. You can actually call me up and say, Hey, Rich, I need some help with this. And I'll help you out. That's right. Wow. That's what I do. Wow. Well, thank you again for being on the podcast. My pleasure. If um, you can find all this information and more on hypnosisworld.com. Oh, yes. Thank you for saying that. I always ask that and I forgot. So hypnosisworld.com. You can see um, his courses. You can, can you get connected with the hypnotherapist on there? Yes, you can. And you can also sign up to be one of the hypnotherapists for Hypnosis World. Okay. Fantastic. So hypnosisworld.com. That's pretty easy to remember. Hypnosisworld.com. And also there's a free package of goodies on there. If you sign up to be with Hypnosis World, you get, you know, that music I was telling you about earlier, Mm -hmm. you could have that for free. You can have my my induction script for free. You can have my good energy affirmation script for free. You can get a 30-minute consultation with Rich about your business for free. Awesome. Awesome. So that will also be in the show notes, everyone. 
Um, but you've heard it here. truly enjoying today's episode. Remember that you can get free hypnosis downloads over at my website, drlizhypnosis.com, D-R-L-I-Z hypnosis.com. I work all over the world doing hypnosis. So if you're interested in working with me, please schedule a free consultation over at my website and we'll see what your goals are and if I can be of service to you and helping you reach them. Finally, if you liked today's episode, please subscribe to the podcast or tell a friend. That way, more and more people learn about the power of hypnosis. All right, everyone. Have a wonderful week. Peace. This podcast is not mental health treatment, nor should it replace mental health treatment. If you need therapy or hypnotherapy, please seek treatment from a trained professional.